Are you a perfectionist? The word perfectionist is thrown around all the time, and it's often used interchangeably with terms like high performer or high achiever. But there's actually a big difference between perfectionism and high performing. In today's episode, we're going to look at what perfectionism actually is, the difference between perfectionists and high performers, and three ways that you can start overcoming your perfectionism today. So whether you're trying to figure out if you're a perfectionist or you want tips on how to get over your perfectionism, today's episode is, wait for it, perfect for you. Welcome to the 12 Inches Away podcast, a space for women who are ready to stop living in fear and start living with peace and confidence. I'm your host, Shoni Doosling, a personal development coach on a mission to help women liberate themselves from anxiety and mindsets that are holding them captive so they can get back to owning their life. Join me every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Singapore Standard Time for helpful mindset hacks and tangible takeaways you can use to master your thoughts and unlock your full potential. So what is perfectionism? If you think of a perfectionist, what comes to mind? Maybe you're thinking of someone with high standards or someone who strives for excellence. This might be a top performer or maybe it's someone who is very driven and achieves all sorts of things at a very high level. Or maybe you're thinking of someone who is successful or someone who is always improving. So are these accurate pictures of perfectionists? Sort of. When it comes to results, perfectionists usually do achieve high standards. They're usually successful, driven, and incredible performers. So from the outside, you might be looking at a perfectionist, but you might also be looking at a high performer. So what is the difference between the two? Well, two of the differences between perfectionists and high performers are what motivates them and their beliefs. First, let's take a look at what motivates perfectionists. In her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, professor and author Dr. Brene Brown explains that perfectionism is, quote, the belief that if we live perfect, look perfect, and act perfect, we can minimize or avoid the pain of blame, judgment, and shame. Perfectionism is a 20-ton shield that we lug around thinking it will protect us when, in fact, it's the thing that's really preventing us from taking flight, unquote. So in other words, perfectionists want to live perfectly and they are motivated by the desire to prove their worth, gain validation, and avoid the consequences of failure and actually just avoid failure altogether. Now, this is different from high achievers. High achievers are people who are actually motivated by the desire to achieve, to improve, and to grow. Now that we know what motivates perfectionists and high performers, let's look at the second factor that differentiates them, their beliefs. Perfectionists believe that their identity is attached to what they accomplish and how well they accomplish it. As a result, they see failure as a threat to their identity, and they will tend to avoid situations where they might fail. 
To take it one step further, since perfectionists aim for perfection, which is an unrealistic standard, they always are failing and therefore they always have the sense that they are never good enough. In contrast, high performers have a belief that failures are actually an opportunity to grow. Now, another belief that perfectionists hold is that their abilities are fixed. Perfectionists believe, even subconsciously, that they are a certain way and that this won't ever change. Alternatively, high performers operate under a growth mindset, so they believe that with effort, they can change. Now, a third belief that perfectionists have is that persistence does not pay off. So since failure is actually a threat to their identity, and since they operate under fixed mindsets that tell them that change isn't possible, perfectionists tend to give up in the face of failures, and they hold little hope that persistence is going to pay off. In contrast, high achievers believe that with enough effort, they will be able to overcome obstacles, and therefore persistence does pay off. So now that we've looked at what motivates perfectionists and what their beliefs are, let's see how these would play out in a real-world situation. Let's say I'm a perfectionist and I have a project to do for work. At first, maybe I will procrastinate. This is a huge trademark of perfectionism. I'll put off the project because I'm afraid of failing or not doing it perfectly. And the reason for that is because failure is not just something that happens to me. It actually will define who I am. So once I finally start doing the project, I spend a lot longer than others would just editing it, rewriting sentences, tweaking the slides, and doing everything I can to make it as perfect as possible. Because if anyone makes a comment about something I could have done differently, I will be a total failure. I pour everything into this project, keeping the end goal in mind the entire time and not really enjoying the journey. Finally, I submit the end product and there should be a sense of relief, right? Well, for a perfectionist, their mind would probably start running with things that they could have done better. Maybe they'll beat themselves up for not having caught mistakes or they'll chide themselves saying things like, what's wrong with you? How could you have missed that? Then my boss gives me feedback. I pick it apart, half of me trying to defend myself and half of me telling myself, see, you never get it right. What's wrong with you? You're a total failure. I'm exhausted, I'm frustrated, and I'm depleted. As you can see, perfectionism is incredibly draining. Imagine living your entire life operating like this. It's exhausting. Perfectionists put themselves under constant pressure to perform in hopes that they will be good enough. But since their standards are so high, they never reach it. And the result is that they are constantly discouraged, frustrated, and they spend their lives feeling like they are never good enough. Now, I know this is all sounding pretty hopeless, but don't worry. Thankfully, there are some key things that we can do to start overcoming perfectionism, and you can implement these immediately. So the first thing that we can do is shift our inner voice from being critical to being compassionate. If you are a perfectionist, you know self-criticism all too well. The first thing you can do then is to start replacing your self-criticism with self-compassion. As your inner critic becomes quieter and your compassionate self grows louder, 
you're going to notice a huge difference in how much peace you have. Trust me on this. This has been an absolute game changer for me. Now, the second thing that you can do is move from one dimensional focus on performance to three dimensional focus on performance, learning and enjoyment. Now, this is a concept that was developed by author Tim Galway in his book, The Inner Game of Work. The premise is that oftentimes we tend to focus only on performance, but top performers actually focus on balancing three things, performance, learning, and enjoyment. As perfectionists, our main aim tends to be to perform. So if we can shift to this three-dimensional approach and place more importance on learning and enjoyment alongside performance, not only will we perform better, but we'll also have a much more fulfilling life. The third thing you can do is strengthen your thought life to equip yourself to stand up to perfectionist tendencies that will definitely want to wriggle back into your life. Now you can do this by gaining control of your thoughts, learning how to choose your thoughts, and establishing thought habits that will help you snap out of your old ways and into new ways quicker. So we're nearing the end of today's podcast, so let's just summarize what we've learned. First, we learned that perfectionism might look like high performing, but there are actually big differences between perfectionists and high performers. The first big difference is what motivates them. Perfectionists are motivated by the desire to prove their worth, gain validation, and avoid failure. High performers, on the other hand, are motivated by the desire to achieve, improve, and grow. The second difference is in terms of beliefs. Perfectionists tend to see failure as a threat. They never feel that they are good enough. They hold a fixed mindset, and they don't believe that persistence will pay off. In contrast, high performers see failure as an opportunity to grow, they hold a growth mindset, and they believe that persistence will eventually pay off. Lastly, we learn three ways that we can overcome perfectionism. Number one, we can shift our inner voice from being self-critical to being self-compassionate. Number two, we can move from a one-dimensional focus on performance to a three-dimensional focus on performance, learning, and enjoyment. And number three, we can strengthen our control over our thoughts. Now, if you are a perfectionist, I want to encourage you that you are far from being alone. Perfectionism impacts so many lives, and the number of people who live with these perfectionist tendencies is increasing. If you are a perfectionist, I want to encourage you to start working on your self-talk. I actually put together a free resource for you guys, and it's called You Are Enough, a seven-day workbook for perfectionists. To access this resource, just hop to 12inchesaway.com free dash resources, or you can find this link in the show notes. So if you're looking for more one-on-one -on -one customized help, those overcoming perfectionist tips that I gave you are the exact strategies that I use with my one-on-one -on -one clients. So if this is something that interests you, you can message me on Instagram or Facebook at 12 inches away. Again, links are in the show notes. Or you can also book a complimentary game plan session with me where we'll work on your perfectionist tendencies and get you a customized game plan in 30 minutes. And the link for that is also in the show notes. That brings us to the end of today's podcast. 
But don't worry, there are plenty more ahead. Join me every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Singapore Standard Time for weekly chats on things like perfectionism and anxiety. If you're loving this podcast, share it with a friend and give it a five-star rating or leave a review to help us reach even more people. And as always, I love hearing from you guys. So if you want to connect, hop over to my Instagram or Facebook page and send me a message or comment on one of the posts. The links are in the show notes.